0: Welcome to Since You Asked with Jim Barrier on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Send Jim your questions about the Bible and Christianity to jim at cgmradio.com. Subscribe to Since You Asked by visiting us online at cgmradio.com slash ask. And now, here's your host, Jim Barrier. One of my favorite songs during Christmas is the Hallelujah Chorus. From Handel's Messiah. It may be the greatest piece of music ever composed. The first part of the oratorio is from Isaiah chapter 9 For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Jesus is all of this, and most of all, he is the Son of God. He is the only begotten Son of God. He is the second person of the Trinity. But he had an earthly family as well. Today, we will find out all about Jesus' natural relatives. Luke records the genealogy of Jesus tracing Mary's family tree, while Matthew includes Joseph's lineage. Both were descendants of David, criteria for being the Messiah. One person who doesn't get much press at Christmas time is Joseph. He's usually relegated to a figurine in the Nativity scene. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah was as follows. When his mother, Mary, had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be pregnant by the Holy Spirit. And her husband, Joseph, since he was a righteous man, did not want to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had thought this over, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you shall name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now all of this took place, so that what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet Isaiah would be fulfilled. Behold, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel. Emmanuel which translated means, God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep, and did as the angel commanded him, and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he named him Jesus. Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census should be taken of all the inhabited earth. Now Joseph went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of family of David, in order to register along with Mary, who was betrothed to him, and she was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And when eight days were completed, so that it was time for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in a womb. Now the angel told Joseph to name Jesus after Mary conceived, but he told Mary to name him Jesus before she conceived. And when the days for their purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, As it was written in the law of the Lord, Every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And when his parents had completed everything in accordance with the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city of Nazareth. About two years later, wise men from the east visited. And when they came into the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they fell down and worshipped him and they opened their treasures and presented to him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now when the magi had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So Joseph got up and took the child and his mother while it was still night, and left for Egypt. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he had heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in the place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Then after being warned by God in a dream, He left for the regions of Galilee and came and settled in a city called Nazareth. Joseph likely died when Jesus was between 12 and 30 years old. I love this man Joseph. He reminds me of Abraham. He believed God. He obeyed God. When God told him to move, he moved. I'm sure his faith was also reckoned to him as righteousness. Do you believe in the virgin birth? I do. Let's look at a woman unique in history, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the descendants of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he said to her, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at this statement, and was pondering what kind of greeting this was. And the angel said to her, "'Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and give birth to a son, and you shall name him Jesus. For he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David.'" and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. But Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of Most High will overshadow you. For that reason also the Holy Child will be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has conceived a son in her old age, and she who was infertile is now in her sixth month, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold the Lord's bondservant, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now at this time Mary set out and went in a hurry to the hill country, to the city of Judah, and she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what has been spoken to her by the Lord. What follows is a prophetic song called the Magnificat. And Mary said, My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has had regard for the humble state of his bondservant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is to generation after generation toward those who fear him. He has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who were proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, and has exalted those who were humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, and sent the rich away empty-handed, He has given help to his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, just as he spoke to our fathers and to Abraham and his descendants forever. This song is filled with quotes from the prophets, which in itself is remarkable because women were not usually educated and often illiterate. And bear in mind, Mary was likely between 12 and 16 years of age. And Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months, and then returned to her home. And after she gave birth, when eight days were completed so that it was time for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days for their purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord, Every first born male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what has been stated in the law of the Lord, two turtle doves. And there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, a righteous and devout man, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him in his arms and blessed God and said, Now, Lord, you are letting your bondservant depart in peace, according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all the peoples, a light for revelation for the Gentiles, and the glory of your people Israel. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. And Simeon blessed them, and said to his mother Mary, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and as a sign to be opposed, and a sword will pierce your own soul, to the end that thoughts from many hearts will be revealed. And when his parents had completed everything in accordance to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city of Nazareth. Now the child continued to grow and become strong, increasing in wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover. And when he was twelve years old, they went up there according to the custom of the feast. And as they were returning after spending the full number of days required, The boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents were unaware of it. Instead, they thought that he was somewhere in the caravan, and they went a day's journey. And then they began looking for him among their relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, looking for him. Then, after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions and all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When Joseph and Mary saw him, they were bewildered. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us this way? Behold, your father and I have been anxiously looking for you. And he said to them, Why is it that you were looking for me? Did you not know that I had to be about my father's business? And yet, On their part, they did not understand the statement which he had made to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and he continued to be subject to them. And his mother treasured all these things in her heart. This, by the way, is the last time Joseph is seen in the Bible. There was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there and both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother then said to the servants, Whatever he tells you, do it. That, by the way, is good advice for all of us. In our culture, for Jesus to address his mother as woman sounds a little disrespectful. But in that day, it was normal. Listen to the narrative of Jesus addressing Mary at the cross. Now beside the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. So when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, that's John, He said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Certainly, at a moment when Jesus said of those who crucified him, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do, and to the thief on the cross, Today you will be with me in paradise, there would be no hint of rebuke in his tone toward his mother. Mary always believed in her son. Many times, it says of her, she pondered these things in her heart the angel's annunciation, the night she gave birth, Anna and Simeon, her 12-year-old son teaching teachers in the temple, she hid them in her heart like treasures in a safe, and she followed him all the way to the cross. What about Jesus' brothers and sisters? Mark chapter 3 says, When his family heard this, they went out to take hold of him, for they were saying, He is out of his mind. And while Jesus was teaching, his mother and brothers came to him, and they were unable to get to him because of the crowd. And it was reported to him, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside, wishing to see you. But he answered and said to them, My mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. This is reminiscent of a time when one of the women in the crowd raised her voice and said to Jesus, Blessed is the womb that carried you and the breasts which nursed you. But he said, on the contrary, blessed are those who hear the word of God and follow it. Jesus wasn't being disrespectful. He was emphasizing, as he always did, that spiritual life is infinitely more important than natural life. And he came to his hometown and began teaching them in their synagogue, with the result that they were astonished and said, Where did this man acquire this wisdom and these miraculous powers? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is his mother not called Mary, and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas, and his sisters? Are they not all with us? Where then did this man acquire these things? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not dishonored except in his hometown and in his own household and he did not do many miracles there because of their unbelief. So, Jesus had at least six siblings, four brothers, and multiple sisters. They apparently did not believe in him, and at one point questioned his mental stability. If your family does not understand your relationship with God, you're in pretty good company. His brothers appear to be adults in the following story. After these things, Jesus was walking in Galilee, for he was unwilling to walk in Judea because the Jews were seeking to kill him. Now the feast of the Jews, the feast of the booths, was near. His brothers said to him, Move on from here and go into Judea, so that your disciples may see your works which you are doing. For no one does anything in secret when he himself is striving to be known publicly. If you are doing these things, show yourself to the world. For not even his brothers believed in him. Jesus said to them, My time is not yet here, but your time is always ready. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me, because I testify about it, that its deeds are evil. Go to the feast yourselves. I am not going because my time has not fully arrived. Now having said these things to them, he stayed in Galilee. But when his brothers had gone up to the feast, he also went up, not publicly, but in secret. Jesus didn't lie to his brothers. He was just saying, I'm not going right now. And then when time was right, he did go. There were many dramatic conversions in the Gospels tax collectors, prostitutes, Roman centurions, the thief on the cross, but one of the most profound conversions was that of Jesus' own brother, James, not a believer during Jesus' earthly ministry. But when 120 people gathered in the upper room, it included his disciples, Mary, and Jesus' brothers, one of whom was James. Paul says in Galatians, I went up to Jerusalem to become acquainted with Peter and stayed with him for 15 days, but I did not see another one of the apostles except James, the Lord's brother. James became the leader of the church in Jerusalem and is mentioned several times in the book of Acts. What changed his mind about his brother, Jesus of Nazareth? 1 Corinthians 15 gives us insight. For I handed down to you, as of first importance, what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter, then to the twelve, after that to more than five hundred at one time, then he appeared to James. Once only a natural brother, now a spiritual brother transformed by the resurrection. Then there is Jesus' cousin, John the Baptist. Zechariah was the father of John the Baptist. His wife Elizabeth was related to Mary, the mother of Jesus. They may not have been first cousins, but they were obviously close. As Mary went immediately to visit her after the Annunciation... Now in those days the word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. And he came into all the region around Jordan, preaching of baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, the voice of the one calling out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every ravine will be filled, every mountain and hill will be lowered. The crooked will become straight and the rough roads smooth and all flesh will see the salvation of God. In other words, Jesus will level the playing field. John's clothes were made of camel's hair and he wore a leather belt around his waist and he ate locusts and wild honey. This guy could have been right out of the sixties. And John said to them, I baptize you with water But he is coming who is mightier than I, and I am not fit to untie the straps of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Then Jesus arrived from Galilee at the Jordan, coming to John to be baptized by him. But John tried to prevent him, saying, I have need to be baptized by you, and yet you are coming to me? But Jesus answered him, Allow it at this time. For in this way it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. After he was baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove upon him. And behold, a voice from the heavens said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. One day I walked into a discussion among some friends who were talking about baptism. One said, we were baptized as infants to seal our eternal destiny. Another said, we are baptized into the church. Another said, we are baptized to wash away our sins. And they looked at me and someone said, here's the expert, ask him. I asked, why was Jesus baptized? His destiny was established in eternity. He didn't join the church. He built it. He didn't have any sins to wash away. He did it as an act of obedience for an example to us. Romans 6 says baptism is a picture of burial and resurrection. By being baptized, Jesus was predicting his future. By submitting to Jesus, John was fulfilling his own righteousness John said of Jesus, He must increase, but I must decrease. Again, good advice for all of us. But when Herod the Tetrarch was reprimanded by John regarding Herodias, his brother's wife, and regarding all the evil things which Herod had done, Herod locked John up in prison. Now, while John was in prison, he heard about the works of Christ, and he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one, or are we to look for someone else? Jesus answered them, Go and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is anyone who does not take offense at me. Even though John was ordained before birth for a unique ministry— he still had to make a choice to accept Jesus. As the disciples of John were going away, Jesus began speaking to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Those who wear soft clothing are in king's palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and one who is more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has not arisen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet, the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he." For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to accept it, John himself is Elijah, who was to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. At that time, Herod heard the news about Jesus, and he said to his servants, This is John the Baptist. He has been raised from the dead. And that is why miraculous powers are at work in him. For when Herod had John arrested, he bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip. For John had been saying to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. Although Herod wanted to put him to death, he feared the crowd, because they regarded John as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias danced before him and pleased Herod so much that he promised her with an oath to give her whatever she asked. And after being prompted by her mother, she said, Give me the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And although he was grieved, the king commanded it to be given because of his oaths and his dinner guests. And he sent word and had John beheaded in the prison. And his head was brought out on a platter and given to the girl, and she brought it to her mother. John's disciples came and took away the body and buried it, And they went and reported to Jesus. Now when Jesus heard about John, he withdrew from there into a boat to a secluded place by himself. So, like many prophets before him, John died a martyr's death. So, Jesus had a natural family, some of whom believed in him. But he has a spiritual family made up of all who believe in him. If you would like to be a member of Jesus' family, believe in Him and invite Him into your life. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons and daughters of God. For you have received a spirit of adoption as sons and daughters by which we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God and of children, heirs also, heirs of God, and fellow heirs with Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. Amen. Since You Asked is a production of Jim Barrier and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com ask.